Hello everybody, welcome back to Mind Under Tension. Today we have an awesome guest, Gus Moore. Gus Moore is an entrepreneur, a fitness influencer, and the CEO of Project 1% coming soon. Honestly, I was blown away by Gus. He outperformed me in this episode. He's so well-spoken and he really cares about what he does. Expect to learn about his Project 1%, his fitness habits, how he probably sold sneakers to your favorite rapper, and five lessons that he learned in 2023 to help you. So yeah, I really hope you guys enjoy this one. So welcome in, Gus Moore. All right, so... My first question I want to ask you, do you work out at Fusion? Like, what do you think of Fusion Gym? That that was my first time being up there. It was for a marketing campaign, just kind of getting to know some people and to shoot content and film for our merch line. Um, it was pretty sick, dude. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of mind boggling to walk in and it's like the, the entire parking lot was completely full and we step in and it just seems like there's nobody there. That's how big it is. Like you're expecting it to be, I can't hop on a machine or anything. There's no room, but we get in there and more than enough room. Um, I would say the machines are kind of mid, like I wouldn't want to work out there every single day, but for content purposes, it's the place to be. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Cause I know alpha land can get really packed. Yeah. But, I've never seen besides like when they do uh like their opening events or other events, I've never seen it like jam packed, can't get on a machine. Did you uh happen to meet uh what's his name? Tony? You know Tony? I, I did I did I did see him filming in there, but he was in the zone, so I didn't wanna disrupt the man. Yeah, he's a dog. Yeah, I very, I love watching his Instagram videos. He's it's his funny. energy is off the charts. Yeah. And I think he's yeah, all the about what he's doing. Yeah. All the equipment there is his, uh, their brand, right? I don't, not, not all of it, but some of them definitely have it embroidered somewhere. All the plates say fusion on it and stuff like that. So yeah, he's putting a ridiculous amount of money into it. And (laughs) I think, uh, everyone kind of like questions how, like, what is he doing to be able to do that? Yeah. Where's, where's he getting all this money from? For real. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, tell me about Project One Percent. I uh, I think I just followed the Instagram page recently. I saw that, and I think that's, I think it's a cool idea. And I know one thing, like a lot of fitness influencers don't really do, is move on from just making the straight, you know, content and starting a business and doing some of that stuff. So I thought that was really cool. I yeah, uh, was curious to hear more about that. Hundred percent. So me personally, I. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 13 years old, started my first business then. Um, And I would say I am a entrepreneur over an athlete or a fitness influencer. Um, So starting the social media stuff was really just a way for me to create a following and to have a platform where I can eventually promote and share my company, which is now Project 1%. And it's so dope to hear people say that they already like it because 
Nobody even knows what it is yet, to be honest with you. The merchandise is less than 10% of what the company is actually going to be. And that 90%, which we're constantly building every single day, is still in the unknown to like the public eyes. So it's super dope to hear that people are already kind of like picking up on it and appreciating it, even when they don't know what it is that they're appreciating. Um, and it's because our whole thing is creating this self-improvement movement, as we call it, and pushing all of that positivity and self-improvement and the idea of becoming 1% better. And that positive energy, which we're spreading is completely just like contagious and everyone wants to be a part of it. And that's where somebody like you who just sees it and is naturally attracted to it, it's that. That's what's happening. It's, it's the idea behind the brand, not what it is we're selling because nobody knows what we're selling. <laughs> um, so it's this really beautiful thing. And it just comes back to us making it bigger than any one person or any one company. It's like, this is a, this is a movement that is meant to involve and impact as many people as possible, not just me personally or my business partner or any one specific person. Dude, I absolutely love it. And that's so true. Like, I don't even know what it is. And I was just kind of attracted to it. And I honestly thought it was just going to be a clothing brand. You know, I saw the hoodies. Exactly. With the, uh, um, oh, what do they say on the back? The self-improvement uh, movement club. So, exactly. Yeah. But I think it is that energy of the brand and people are drawn to that. Get 1% better every day because that's such a powerful thing to have. So, yeah, I'm super excited to see what you guys do. And I'm very happy that it's not just a clothing brand. Yeah. I think so many people so, in the fitness space, they just throw out a clothing brand, you know, maybe just to make money. But it sounds like you guys have kind of a bigger mission that you're going towards. And I love that. It's awesome. Yeah, the the mission is definitely much bigger and it has nothing to do with making X amount of money. It has to do with impacting X amount of lives. Um, my whole purpose in life and now my greater purpose with this company is to positively impact as many lives as possible. And the, the only way that we're going to be able to achieve that is by creating this giant community of like-minded high achievers trying to become that best version of themselves and also to push the people around them to become the best version of themselves. So that's where it's just like constantly traveling. Within the last two months, I'm going to make a post about this kind of soon. My post today was kind of similar to it. Um, two months ago, we didn't even have a logo. And now, two months later, we've had four marketing campaigns in four different cities, a total of like 15 different athletes already signed within the last three days. Merchandise, like freaking thousand t-shirts in my garage right now. Um, and, and all that happened just with an idea three, four months ago and, and not even having a logo two months ago. Dude, that's, you're, you're doing the thing. That's kind yeah. of been like my mantra this year is do the thing and i love that you're kind of keeping it in the dark like you're not going out telling them oh this is what i'm going to do i'm going to do this this is my plan you're just doing it yeah 100 i think and that then, speaks a lot about but, your character exactly and then the people as they see everything continue to improve and grow dude like my whole my whole mindset is as long as i'm spreading positivity there's no like I'm not going to receive negativity. And so there's the occasional hater, but who cares about them? <laughs> um, if I can just continue to do 
the right thing for the right reason while spreading positivity it's just going to be this like giant push forward with all these people continuously you know jumping on board with the idea yeah i was going to mention that about your content too like the fitness space can be pretty toxic yeah and your page is just completely separate from that like i've never seen you post anything like taking shots at anyone or anything like trying to be controversial or any of that stuff you just you post high quality content content that people want to see and yeah i'm liking what you're doing man thank you that's it's kind of been my whole goal since the beginning i there's a couple there's almost like some rules that i made in my head when i first started creating content first one like just don't make it cringy i don't want to deal with like I don't I just don't want to deal with hearing people say there was something stupid about that video. Yeah. So keeping it and, and that goes along with just keeping it professional as well. Um and then going along with professional is being respectful. Like I'm not gonna call shots at anyone. My comment section isn't gonna be people going back and forth about something stupid. And I think it comes back to the idea of spreading positivity because if I'm not doing anything which is selfish or negative or egotistical on my page there's no reason why somebody would comment anything negative i guess um, yeah and if they do it's just you know it's nonsense yeah, true I, it doesn't you know? it doesn't make it doesn't make a difference and so I far this... i was uh i was talking about my with my dad about this the other day but i've probably had over well over a thousand comments on all of the posts and i can think of two slightly negative comments and the fact that I've been able to make something where it's less than say like 0.1% of people saying a negative comment, that, that ratio is just insane. And it's not because the people following me are the best people in the world. They are, but it's not like they're just strictly positive people. It's because well, you make what content I'm creating, that is that positive. You're going to draw those people in. You're not going to draw in that negative energy. 100%. So, so that's my whole goal with that specifically. Are you familiar with uh, Alex Hormozzi? Yes, 100%. Have you, I heard him a quote from him. He said, the best way not to be cringe when making content is just to be yourself. If you're making That's... content that you want to make for other people, it's not going to be cringe. Yeah, I feel that. As soon as, you, as soon as you start to... like, My mindset has never been to make a viral video. My mindset has always been to make the best video in my opinion, you know, it's like, if, if I look back at this a year from now, did I respect that post or do I, did I think it was cringy or stupid or not myself? Um, and then as long as you're not following dumb trends and trying to be like somebody else, you're, you're probably most likely not going to get yourself in that negative loop of bad comments and negativity. Yeah, like, you know, I used to post fitness content, but then I started to not like what I was posting. I saw myself kind of falling into that. And that's yeah. honestly kind of what led me to like switch gears and do the podcast instead, because I was like, it didn't feel like me and I didn't have a higher goal kind of like you do. And then I figured like with the podcast, I do have that higher goal. I love talking to people, like interesting people, and I love sharing what I've learned with other people. So I definitely feel a lot more passionate about that now. Um, super random switch of switching gears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think of uh, 
like hybrid athlete trend? Are you kind of in on that right now? I I'm 100% in on it. Um, I was doing strictly bodybuilding for the first two to three years of training. And now I'm kind of more in that like third to fourth year type of range ish. Um, and my weightlifting routine is still the same, but it's slightly, slightly modified more into functional training rather than just strictly like, I don't do any major bench press deadlifts or anything like that. Um, a little bit more of the bodybuilding and then some slight CrossFit variations. Um, not the, not the crazy, like I'm not doing handstand pushups or any of the Olympic lifts, but like some kettlebell work and stuff like that. And then incorporating some more cardio as well. Um, I think my goal, it's like, and this is, this is a really beautiful thing, which I've adopted and I hope that a lot of people can transition, transition into it as well is that when you're so focused on just bodybuilding, you're constant. The only thing that you're looking at within it is yourself and what you look like, but you're not thinking as much about what you're feeling like. And when you transition over into more of a hybrid style, you're thinking a lot more about how your body feels and responds to exercise rather than what do I look like in the mirror? So right now I just, in the, this constant state of did my workout feel good today and not accumulating body dysmorphia worse than, you know, it has to be. Um, so, so that's a, honestly probably the best thing that I've gotten from that. Yeah. I think I relate to that a lot. I've kind of done the same thing. I started, you know, in high school, I did more like powerlifting stuff. And then throughout college, like bodybuilding was my, was like my thing. And then in the last year, I've also started doing like kettlebell work, which I've really been liking. I've had some like shoulder issues and the kettlebell work has been wonderful for that. I have like no yeah. shoulder pain anymore, but I think that's huge with the whole caring about how you feel more than how your body looks. So I, um, in two weeks, I'll start marathon prep for a pretty big marathon up here in Minnesota, but Very my nice. recovery has gotten so important. Like, I don't even care what my physique looks like anymore. I yeah. just care if, like, I feel good the next day to get my next 100%. run in and my next lift in. So, 100%. I was I think, in a, I was in, like, an ultra marathon prep for roughly three or four months earlier this year. And then all the races either got booked or canceled or something didn't work out. So I'm going to plan on doing that next fall. But, bro, it's, like, with running, you just want to, like, you want to make sure your body feels good and you want to make sure you're eating the proper foods so that it's like all you care about is making that run not feel like complete shit. Like, you just yeah. want to make the run as easy and as, you know, progressive overload as possible rather than feeling like you're in a slump or holding a bunch of water or fat or anything like that. Have you done like a marathon before? Or are you going to hop right I, into the ultras? I'm going to hop right into the ultra, but um, by no means am I a long distance runner. Um, but I've done a couple just random physical defeats. So like really big hikes out of the middle of nowhere. Um, just saying, screw it, I'm going to go run 10, 15 miles today. Kind of just like random. Um, I have no goals of like 
becoming a long distance runner and getting the most successful times. It's more just the idea of accomplishing it and knowing that I can do it. Um, so at the ultra marathon, I'm going to prep enough so that I don't kill my body the day of, but there, there's no set goal or time in mind. It's just to accomplish it. Yeah. That, I was thinking, I don't know if I'll do an ultra or I, I think ultra is technically anything higher than a marathon. Above so like than a marathon, 50, yes, correct. Like 50 miles yeah. is still an ultra. I might do try to do a 50 miler at some point, but I'm trying to get this marathon done. And then I'll see from there. I think it can become addicting, though. Like, you know, you say like, oh, I don't care about the times. And maybe the first yeah. one you do that. And the next one would be like, all right, well, now I got to beat that time. Um, 100%. I've been kind of following. Uh, are you familiar with Nick Bear? Yep. I've been following his sure. marathon prep going along with it. Man, he is he's a beast. And I think he ha- kind of had that same thing. You know, he just did a marathon and then got totally hooked. Yeah, he, he's an interesting character in my head because he has all these things going on in his life. And the truth is that he doesn't he could just do one marathon, one ultra marathon, one whatever race it is per year and get enough content from that and the prep. but. It, I think he just has an addiction to it. Like he, he loves it so much that he constantly wants to have a race ready. Um, and of course, it's just constantly pushing his, his discipline as well. So great for him. But at the same time, there's no reason why anybody needs to be doing it at that volume, especially yeah. when he's also just like a physical beast. Like he could do a bodybuilding competition, a powerlifting competition while being a husband father and ceo of a a great company and i mean i think it just comes back to like some people just have that dog in them that that's all that's all that is some people really just need to constantly have something to it's not like torturing themselves but use it as a device to gain discipline um and we know that those types of people are also the most successful types of people because that translates over to everything else in their life. Yeah. And I think another thing, if you want to, especially if you're making content, if you want to be preaching things about discipline, motivation, hard work, you kind of have, have to be doing, doing it, it all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, the classic that. David Goggins smoke jumping example. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, I could be doing all these speaking gigs for a million dollars, but instead I'm jumping in fires and fighting fires in Canada. So, yeah, I get, I get why he does it all the time. Yeah, crazy. What is your like lifting routine looking like now? Besides, I know you talked a little bit like CrossFit hybrid, but you got like a certain split you're running. Right now, so I'm in 75 hard right now. Um, so it's the two workouts a day, and because one of them is more weightlifting style, I before doing it, I was in more of like a four days working three days rest per week um but now i have to do a lift every single day and i've kind of adopted a bit of a bro split so that i can properly rest and recover for each muscle group um and that also allows me to get in and out pretty fast so say like just a back day just a chest day shoulders and arms back and biceps, like kind of just like spreading it out a little bit more evenly. So um, 
as soon as a muscle group feels properly recovered, it's good to go again. And then as far as the cardio with that second workout, um, it's supposed to be outside. I have a bike in my, like a stationary bike in my garage and I just pop the garage open. So it's basically outside. Close enough. Um, close enough. Yeah, basically. And then either a walk or a hike or the rare jog every once in a while. You begin to hiking? Yeah, where I live, it's we, if I opened up this blind right here, you would see a big old mountain. So a lot of hiking. Dude, I'm so jealous. I love, I love mountains. I love hiking. And I live in a very flat state. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, up, I'm up in a cooler area. Um, yeah. You know, like Lake Superior. I'm like right on the peak okay. of Lake Superior. Um, nice. And there's this one trail. The Superior Hiking Trail goes all the way across the North Shore. And it's, I think it's over 300 miles. Dang. And that's one of my goals is to try to hike the whole thing in one go. And I think it takes like that's the, that's dope. I like that. That's like a it's like the Appalachian Trail here, but yeah. a little bit smaller. Not as sketchy. Too. I've, heard some, I've heard some stories that I don't like about the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> it's it's not much of a trail. It's more just you walking through the woods for four months. Not is there, ideal. Is it true that there's some interesting stuff that goes on on that up in the those mountains? um not that nothing nothing too crazy that i know of you know it's pretty pretty chill maybe the occasional crazy cabin owner but yeah nothing nothing too bad i've just been watching too many crime shows i guess for real that is kind of like i'll be driving on the back roads at night and be like huh this does feel straight out of a movie and i probably shouldn't be out here right now so catch me in bed by nine yeah is this your first time doing the 75 hard um strictly yes maybe two years ago i tried to do a slightly softer variation of it um but so far it's been pretty manageable i think it's just getting in the proper routine is is 100 percent of what it actually is it's not like the workouts are so hard because they're the same workouts i was doing before it's just constantly showing up um consistently and i don't know it's not like i would definitely recommend everyone tries it at some point and it's only a problem and it's only this horrible thing if you make it one so this is completely mind over matter for sure yeah um i don't know if you've listened to uh andy frisella the original podcast of him talking about its creation that's like all he's talking about. it's like he's saying it's not a physical challenge it's 100 percent a mental challenge yeah and i haven't done it yet but i'm going to start in march with a buddy of mine so i'm looking forward yeah. to that yeah uh, it's not like like i said only stress of, the only reason you would be stressing about it is if you're making yourself stress about it don't let any like external source get you worked up because it's not that hard. Um, you just have to do it. Yeah, don't think. Just do. Just do. Just do. So I had a post that I saw from you that I really liked, and I wanted to talk to you about it. It was the five things you learned in 2023. So I enjoyed making that one. Yeah. Do you mind if I just read through them and then you talk about them a little bit? Yeah. Let's go right, for so the it. first one, when surrounded by winners yes 
So I don't know if anyone has directly said that quote, but I kind of adopted it maybe two or three years ago. I still have it in a journal that I wrote down. Um, I think that just growing up naturally in school and whatnot, um, you, you find yourself in friend groups with people who you may not necessarily, like you think you're really close with them, but your reasoning for being close with them isn't right. It's because of some social expectations or where you live or the sports you play that you become friends with these people. Um, but I started to realize that I need to surround myself with like-minded people who not only want to push themselves, but also push me as well. Um, and I found that community big time in the gym. And then now with social media, and this company specifically getting a really beautiful group of people together. Um, and I, I 100% believe that one of the biggest switches that you could flip to become successful is to get yourself in the right room with the right people who also want to become successful. Um, and, and if that, if you can make that happen, the growth is going to be exponential. I think even more so you can surround yourself by people who are doing one step better than you. If I feel that as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think an equal balance of having those people pushing you as well as people slightly behind that you can be a source of motivation for them. I, I found that in the gym where I have this, like, I know where I am and I know my value. Um, and I know there's some people younger than me and there's some people older than me who can both learn and like give and receive information. And then it becomes this beautiful exchange of knowledge and expertise and different things and all that. Yeah. I mean, someone has to be that higher level person that you're being with. You know, I love that. Um, I think some people will take that as, oh, like arrogant, you know, but it's not. You you want to really help people isn't. get up. Like, it's great. All right. Yeah. Number two, today is a gift. And that is why it is called the present. That was a <laughs> taking a quote from Kung Fu Panda right there. Shout out Master Ugwe. Um, that that stuff just like something about that is just really beautiful. Um, I think I catch myself overthinking and looking into the future way too much. Um, and sometimes I really just have to breathe and relax and appreciate what's in front of me right now. Um I, I believe that you have to make plans and make a purpose and make goals that are going to benefit your future. But what you do right now in this moment, these first couple steps within the, le like the next hour, those are the most meaningful. Um, so really just taking in the moment and appreciating it. Yeah, my last guest I had on Callie, she has this thing she calls polishing the present. Okay. So it's taking the moment around you and just doing whatever you can to, to, to polish it, make it accept what's great about it, notice what's good. You know, sometimes if you have like one bad thing that happens in your day, all of a sudden everything just sucks yeah. in your head. But if you yeah. just take that one second to step back, think, polish the present, there's always beauty that you can find somewhere. So 100%. All right. Number three. Big dreams can't be achieved without smaller goals along the way. Yeah. So, so that has to do a lot with 
Um, this goes along with my post today. I said something along the lines of it starts with an idea and then you turn that idea into a plan and then you turn that plan into action and that action turns into success. So it's just like all of those tiny wins and the tiny steps and processes that you're putting in the effort to get to that larger goal, you, you can't get to the larger goal without them. You, you have to take these, these mini steps, these mini wins and appreciate and celebrate those little wins because they're meaningful. Um, and as you continue to do that, you continue to grow and you continue to get closer to the end goal. Um, yeah. And that just goes hand in hand with the idea of becoming 1% better every day. Yeah, it's about the journey, not the destination. Like it's, uh, it's a cliche 100%. quote, but it's probably the most true thing you could ever hear especially in like this game of social media, if you go on Instagram, say, all right, my goal is to have 1 million followers. If that's the only goal. A, I, you have I something to say? This. Yeah, it's like you, the, the social media is a perfect example. Somebody can say that this year, I'm going to have 1 million followers. And if that's all you write down in your journal of manifestation, Dude, you're not going to do it because you didn't write down the 500 goals that it takes to get there. Like, no. you don't, you don't, you don't post or you don't say, I'm going to get a million followers. You say, I'm going to post two times per day this type of content, collaborate with X amount of people, and spend X amount of time editing each and every day. Like, that's what you need to be writing down to then say, I will get 1 million followers, not just what the goal is. Yeah, create a plan of action. And I think also if your only goal is just that number, your content's probably going to be more shallow. And it, like, what you should be more focused on is like what value can you provide the people watching, not just how many people are watching. Yeah, I feel that. Um, one thing I was talking about this with somebody the other day, where it's like, I don't care how many views my post gets how many likes it gets how much money i get from my sponsor because it got x amount of views i don't care about any of that if i get one singular dm from somebody saying that it positively motivated them and inspired them to make something with their day make something with their life or just anything positive it's like that that one message means everything all of the hours of work I put into editing that one video, all of the years of my life I put into creating this person who I am today, all of that is fulfilled with just getting one DM, one person coming up to me on the street. Like it's just fulfilled. And that's, that's the most beautiful thing about social media. And if people can properly utilize that, their their content and their purpose and their why is just so much more meaningful yeah i started a email newsletter recently to kind of support the podcast and at first i'm like oh i only have you know like 10 subscribers to this newsletter yeah. so far but then i just get one text message from someone and they're like i love this i did this thing because of your newsletter and i was like even though i only had at that time 10 subscribers just hearing that one message made me feel so good. I never said. And yeah, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's what it's all about right there. Yeah. All right. Number four, 
consistent positivity and kindness equals continuous fulfillment and satisfaction. Yeah, that goes perfectly with what we were just talking about. Um, it's just, dude, consistently be a good person, consistently spread positivity, consistently have a smile on your face, and you're going to, one, just be in a better mood because that's who you are and that's who you're presenting to the world. And because you're presenting that positive version of yourself, you're also going to attract the other positive people. Um, and, and that just is like, if, if you can, if you can always do things for the right reason with the right meaning with positivity behind it and the purpose, like some, some bad shit could go wrong today. But if my mindset towards that bad thing is positive and it's fine and I find a solution rather than absorbing the negativity, it's going to be okay. I'm not stressing about it because there's too much good going on in the same day that I care more about that I'm going to be prioritizing. Um, so, so just every day, focusing on the right things, have the right why, and just be positive, be happy, appreciate what's in front of you. I think, I think all these different things that I said just go hand in hand. And they they really do create this ultimate mindset. Yeah, there's a thing. Um, if something bad can ruin your good day, then something good should be able to fix your bad day. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right, last one, number five. At the end of the day, we are all just tiny particles in a much larger universe. Stop pressing or stop stressing. Stay positive. Yeah, that's just like, and and sometimes I do find myself overthinking and overstimulated with life. And then I just lay back in the seat and I realize that I am nothing. <laughs> like we, we respectfully just do not really matter. Like it's just, we're just here. And the best thing we can do with being here is to like enjoy it you know i didn't like i'm gonna do everything i can to make a positive impact and to create a legacy and to do all these various things but at the end of the day when you zoom out into the multiple universes galaxies and everything i'm not gonna make a difference on all of that but if i can be positive and happy every single day i make an impact on what's around me um so so nothing it's almost like this balance of doing the right things for the right reason but also not worrying about the wrong things. um so just understanding that the the little issues the flat tire every once in a while doesn't really matter and the worst thing i can do for myself is to think negative upon life um and almost like waste time thinking about the wrong things yeah and it's like one of the core principles of stoicism is just if some if you cannot have an impact on something it does nothing for you to worry about it yeah like we're just like little bits of stardust in a vast space i just that was my favorite one of all those it was it's just such a banger yeah it was it was the one where i know some people 
it's like the probably the first controversial thing I've ever said because some people could argue like that that's bullshit, but. When you really think about it, like you can't argue. <laughs> I don't think any argument. It's just, it's just the that, truth. No. It's just the truth. It's like that meme where it, like zooms out and like it's just like the Earth goes away, the yeah. Milky Way goes yeah. away. Like it's just like yeah. And I, I envision know. that sometimes, and it's like it's kind of trippy to think about. Um, and and that I will say that goes along with um, also making certain decisions in your life when you zoom out into that giant grand picture. And then zoom back in, you realize how small and meaningless some of these things are in life. And that doesn't mean go do drugs and go walk around naked on the streets. Like, that's not what that means. What it means is do things with your life that you care about and that will make you happy and that will spread positivity. And just... Don't do the things you don't want to do. If going to college sounds bad to you, if it sounds like a waste of your time, anything negative in that direction, why would you go put four years of your precious life into that when you could have gone this other route which sounded much better to you? And and zooming back out, what your parents or the social expectations think doesn't really matter. It's what you decide to do with your life that truly matters. Yeah, man. I love it. Um, you mentioned earlier that you started your first business at 13. Mind sharing a little yeah. bit about that? Yeah. So I it was a sneaker reselling business, um, which ended up growing into something crazy. But you start going. Um, yeah. <laughs> No, imagine. Um, I do. I do use it though, and that what with everything that I've done in my life, where I you know put significant amount of time and effort into it, it all started with a passion and maybe an insecurity as well. So that first initial, you know, thirteen. I'm still very young. I I think I analyzed and I naturally realized that there was this insecurity of not having enough money and not having the external resources of say a rich family um to get the things that I wanted to feel fulfilled and at that time those things are the new iPhone, the nice pair of shoes, like those types of things. We're not thinking about the other more important things in life at that time. Um and for me it was like going to basketball practice and having these shitty shoes on. That made me feel insecure and made me feel less than the person with the nice shoes and the family with the nice house and car and all that. Um and I realized that and I decided that it makes no sense for me to just live with that and instead to make something of it. And so I did my one to two years of research on everything sneaker, basketball, business related, and sneaker reselling at the time was just a super big thing. Um, So that started with literally $5 Nikes worth absolute nothing that I sold on Poshmark for $5. And 
I just continued that. The $5 turned into something else from Goodwill. And then the Goodwill sold on Poshmark for $10. And that continuous cycle, then it's like, oh my gosh, I have my first pair of Jordans. Continued the cycle. Two years later, I own 200 pairs of Jordan 1s, 100 pair of Yeezys, like every single one of these most exclusive sneakers, which I never even imagine owning or seeing in real life. And now um not only in the the situation of owning it, but being able to to make something with it as well. And to almost like prove to the people around me of of what's possible. Um I think that I became a very large inspiration and motivation for the peers around me in school and even say my mom like in the same house as me realizing that like entrepreneurship is real and when you have this idea and you have this drive and you have a plan you can make anything happen for yourself from any beginning point any situation and any age as well so that that was my first step into entrepreneurship and learned everything that i would need to know about owning a business and made some unreal connections as well. Um, A lot of NBA, NFL, D1 college athletes, rappers, musicians, um, the top dogs that you might think of, like I was this 14 year old kid, they didn't even know it, selling them shoes. Um, And those connections and that process of reaching out to them, communicating all of that definitely matured me and entered me into the real world a little bit so super grateful for all that opportunity and with time my passion started to shift and then fitness became a little bit more relevant in my life and then within the last year i realized that i can turn my success within fitness to a social media platform which then results into a company getting back into my entrepreneurship routes. So, yeah, I think so many of those stories start with that little bit of insecurity. You know, I think of same, I've been same thing with the gym. Yeah, I've been making some sort of content since I was probably in fourth grade. Yeah. You know, I started with like I would take my my Lego figures and do like we take pictures of them, do the stop motion. Like I would do yeah. that stuff. And I would just like something else, something else, something else. And I think it's always been that I've wanted to like grow a platform because I wasn't super popular at school. And like, that's kind of what's almost pushed me here. It's like not really what drives me now. Like, I'm sure your insecurity of money you were talking about before isn't exactly what drives you now, but it's interesting how that is how a lot of people start and it kind of snowballs. Yeah, 100%. And, and with time, it's like, if you can... If you can find the insecurity and turn it, turn that weakness into a strength and continue to do that with all of the, the weaknesses within your life and within your personality and within your just reality of what you've been given. Um, and you can turn all of those weaknesses into strengths. They're just going to freaking the Avengers superstones. Just <laughs> you become, <laughs> yeah. you become that. You become what you always wanted to be when you find the things which you're lacking. 
find yeah. the things that are hurting you right now, make them powerful, and you become one step closer towards being the ultimate human being and that ultimate version of yourself. Yeah. Embrace your weaknesses and your strengths. I like both of it. Yeah. Well, Gus, I want to be mindful of your time. Any last things you want to tell anyone? And also, where can they find you if they want to learn more? Yeah. So right now, I'm basically just on Instagram. Um, at underscore Gus Moore is the more fitness personal account. And then at Pro One Cent is Project One Percent, the company. And all I got to say is we have some crazy things coming. So stay tuned. Um, definitely tap in. It's just something bigger than myself. This is a community that, community that we're trying to build. And every single person's piece of support um, is highly appreciated by me and my team. So if you guys go check that out, highly appreciated. And hopefully it can give you some piece of inspiration. Um, that's that's the whole goal. Yeah, man, you've blown me away. You're so well spoken, yeah. and I love. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. I'm just so excited to see what's coming. I love that it's more than a clothing brand that you have more coming. So, can't wait to see what you do. Thanks. Thank you, man. Yeah. All right, have a good one. You too.